when was the first game, and this is the last question, that you felt like you arrived? I want to say it was somewhere in the bubble. What's so crazy, bro, is I still don't feel that way. Like, okay. I still feel like like there's people that say I had a good game. They said, I'm like, bro, that's nothing compared to what I want to be and what I think I'm going to yeah. be. So it's like that kind of keeps me driven. Like, I, then the games in the bubble, it didn't surprise me at all. Like, right. nothing I do is going to surprise me until I feel like I've really have become one of the best. So, like, that's that mentality, man. I, I feel like those first few games, I was getting like 30, like, it was cool. But I was like, dang, bro, I could do this all the time. I just got to keep getting better and better, keep staying healthy. Yeah. You, know yeah. I mean? you know, you went through so many ups and downs during that time. You know, we all knew you were the best player in the country. We all knew you were the best player in that draft going in. And then that injury happened, man. Talk to me about your journey up until this point. Because I really, I really, as a, as a guy that really follows you, I consider last season your first real season in the NBA, bro. Yeah. Like you said, for me, I kind of view it as everything was real easy for me coming up through high school. Like, I remember getting ranked for the first time in eighth grade. And then ever since then, it was like, it was like every year I kind of got better and better until I was the number one player in the country. And it was just easy for me. Like, basketball came real easy. And I never had real adversity. So then, you know, going through that injury, um, the first surgery, I'm like, okay, cool. I can battle back from that. I'll be, I'll be all right. And I had the second surgery and all the teams got scared and everything. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, and then it was kind of just like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I got a little bit, I just, you know, I didn't know, like, I thought I was supposed to play basketball, but I really didn't know anymore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I battled back from that, and I feel like it's been a slow process getting back to where I feel like I am as a player. I don't feel like I've reached even close to where I can be yet, but it's, so I view it as at the beginning, it was kind of like taking the elevator, kind of just easy, smooth sailing, and yeah. I got hurt, and now it's more like, uh, it's more like taking the stairs just every day trying to get a little bit better. Man, you made it out, though. Like, I, I, you're a man of God. I'm a man of God, man. Like I said, these tests are going to come from Michael Porter Jr., you know, because he's one of the elites, one of the ones. And I just remember, you know, your body language at the draft and you being a young kid just, like, worried in a way, right? Yeah. Um, and, and But I just see you now, and it's like you had a triumph in a way. You know, you, you got out of the trenches. You showed people you're healthy. You showed people and, and reminded people who you are and who you were always meant to be, man. This last year you emerged, and I don't necessarily always look at the numbers. I'm an eye test guy. I could just see it in your flow, your rhythm. When you caught that, you know, when you caught that rhythm, man, we saw who you were, and, and your game just took off. And I think you came into your own as a player last year. Yeah, I mean, I think that last year was big for me. You know, it started in the bubble. People don't really notice, but um, I was late to the bubble because I had COVID. So yeah. I was battling through COVID, but I was really trying to work out through COVID. And the one thing that happened to me, my main symptom was like, I couldn't really breathe that well because I used to have asthma. So it really affected my breathing. But I was trying to work out, get ready for the bubble two days every day. I didn't care how tired I got. So when I got to the bubble and I kind of um, blossomed a little bit, and then I kind of went into this year just with, with some confidence. But, you know, I did some – I did all right this year, in my opinion. Like, some people think it was a great year for me, and I'm, I appreciate the, the, the blessing that it was, you know, staying healthy. I didn't miss a single game because of injury, which is, like, mm -hmm. dope considering where, I, where I've come back from. But, like, I just feel like there's so much room for improvement. And every year since that injury has been, like, a big jump for me. So this offseason was big for me, uh, getting yeah. to work in seeing what I need to improve on, you know, playing in the playoffs last year. So I'm excited to get it going. So I want to talk about this year because knowing going in, you know, you guys got one of the deepest teams in the league, man. I'm yeah. talking about, 
you know, you got Jamal Murray, you got Nikola Jokic, you got Will Barton. There's just so many guys on that team that can create and go get buckets, you know. But this year, you guys are missing Murray for the for the beginning. I feel like you know it's going to be a little bit of a stretch where you don't have him, and I think you're going to really have to step up and be that score and natural, you know, a guy who you always were natural as a hooper. How do you feel about that? What you've been training as far as this season goes? I mean, yeah. So like, you know how it was in high school. I'm used to being a yeah. number one option. Like I'm used to having the ball. I'm used to taking tough shots. And so one thing about the NBA is a lot of players coming to the NBA is really good high school or college players. But then you got to learn how to fill a role and adapt and be mature. Yeah. So with, with Jamal and Joker and all these really good dudes that I came into this winning team, I didn't have the opportunity that some of these like number one and number two draft picks have of going to a, a bad team, kind of still getting to be the guy. I had to learn how to fit in with Joker and Jamal. And so, and you know, Will Barton, all those other guys. Who and that's tough. Tell. That's tough to do. It is. So, like, I had to figure that out. But, like, now that there's going to be more asked of me, it's not going to be anything new to me. Like, I'm used to there being pressure on me to perform. I'm used to, you know, the ball being in my hands. So, I can't wait for Jamal to come back. But I do view it as an opportunity for me to, you know, take a step forward and help lead my team. Right. You know, and I feel like everything happens for a reason. When we when we saw you come up, man, and, and I was kind of in the journey to account myself, like we thought you were going to be the go-to guy on a team, like a lottery team. And, you know, you get to come in your own like some of these young guys do and, and, you know, really discover your game. So a lot of people do not know the challenge of, okay, I got to defer. I got to stay in my lane a little bit. I got to emerge. Like that's a tough, tough grind. How is that mentally, you know, because – you knowing that, like, this league is situational, bro. It don't matter. A lot of times it don't matter how much talent you have. It's all about you're only as good as your situation at times. Man, that's why I tell people all the time. There's so many players in the NBA <clears throat> who you put them in, like, a regular run, they're going to look so cold. Like, they're going to look elite. But yeah. then they get back to their teams, and they're asked to fill a certain role, and it might not really be what they're comfortable with. So, I mean, it really does take maturity because you're around so many good players to, to start off with, like, a role and build your way up, earn the coach's trust. But I also see, like, a lot of dudes who get kind of stigmatized for their role, and now, like, in the offseason, all they do is work on what they're asked to do on the court. And, like, yeah. one thing me is, like, I'm going to keep trying to build every year until I'm one of the best players. Like, I'm never going to be like, okay, they just want me to spot up in the corner. I'm going to just focus on corner threes. Like, I'm going to get better every year, right. trying to grow. But, it, like you said, it takes maturity because the opportunity – is half the battle and you got to yeah. be confident like even if my opportunity isn't what i want it to be will i be ready to knock down a shot if i haven't touched the ball 10 times mm -hmm. out of the and that takes like mental strength for sure yeah you remind me you know what your situation reminds me of it reminds me of and i think you're going to be one of the i fully believe you will be and i tell folks every day one of the best players in the league widely recognized starting even if not this year in a few years from now you know but your situation reminds me a lot about kobe when he came in Kobe, when he came in, went on a pretty deep Lakers team. You know, he was like that young guy. Um, you know, you had Shaq, Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel, those guys. And just seeing him work and just seeing him grind and block out everything and just focus on who he is as a player, man. And he, that, to me, became probably the best player that I've ever seen in my life, man. Um, you coming up, who did you idolize? Who are some guys you studied? Who are some guys you really, you know, molded your game after? Yeah, uh, I mean, for sure, Kobe. But my, my main guys that I really like to watch was KD and then Steph because I liked how they – to me, they played the game with, like, a sense of joy that I always wanted to play with. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I never wanted 
the NBA to be or basketball to just be like too much pressure, playing kind of just like I always wanted to be fun. So I saw Steph was smiling on the court, saw KD play, and it just kind of motivated me to just keep trying to get better and better. Um, but but I mean I do relate to Kobe in that way. I mean he wasn't what he was his first couple of years, and people don't really know that. Like, yeah. it took time. Kawhi's the same way. I mean, Kawhi's yeah. what he is now, but he, he went into the Spurs, had to fill a role. So that's kind of how I view my situation.